0: Uh, Good training this week. Um, I thought the guys did a very good job of handling this little 10-day break. Um, The continued push of the group. I think the mentality uh, that we've seen lately, the concentration in these two away games, uh, two shutouts, those are things that we'd like to build on. And as I probably say every time, uh, I still feel that, um, we're a team that, that creates a lot of chances, and, and we've got to raise the bar in terms of finishing and getting the final passes right, scoring more goals. Thanks, Bob. We're going to start here
1: with Katya. Go ahead. Thanks, Ben, hi, Bob. Nice to see you. How's everything?
0: Good, thank you. Brian's here Um, he arrived as we were just starting training today Uh, he'll do an individual workout this afternoon Uh, I haven't had a chance to speak to him because I was already working with some players on the field but uh, good to have him back yeah and Cheeky has uh, returned with just a really good mentality and he's pushing himself in training every day
2: general what does it mean to have them back and
0: what does that do for the depth of the team Uh, i think cheeky's experience with ecuador um worked in two ways On, on one hand he got some minutes in copa america played against some good teams that's positive but he also came back feeling that there was more there for him and and he was eager to uh, get back into things here and keep pushing himself so I could see his mentality from the first discussion uh, Brian uh, first thing now is a, a good welcome but then also just trying to size up exactly where he is physically um, he didn't play so many minutes in Copa America so it's been a while uh, since some of the games in El Maria and, but still we know that Brian is capable of adding things to our attack and and we're excited to uh find the right way to challenge him and push him forward
2: and one more on on tomas Romero, and you you mentioned the shout outs and and just what you've seen of him his growth and 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 just being him the the choice for you right now as a goalkeeper
0: yeah he's been he's shown good presence in the goal um he made a very good save against Austin in the first half um, low to his right bottom hand down quick Uh, his presence in terms of handling balls with his feet has been good so it's it's always nice to see a a goalkeeper um, just have a good solid presence in a team and so far for him that's been the case. Uh, Diego can give us more. Uh, Diego is a very dangerous attacker. Uh, He started a little slow because he missed those first games, so uh, I think we're seeing him moving in a good direction. Um, When he's at his best, uh, his deep runs, his speed, his ability to take the ball and push it at the defense – uh, those are things you see, uh, and of course, I've mentioned over the, the last year uh, how his finishing has improved, and, and so uh, I don't think we've seen the best of Diego yet this year, but um, as I mentioned at the, the start of the call, I think he's very motivated and in and, and this last stretch has worked in a very good way.
3: And if he does turn the corner and starts producing the way that he has the
4: first three seasons, what does that mean for the team the rest of the way? How much more dangerous would
0: that make you? Yeah, our attack's not been at its best. So if if Diego hasn't been at his best yet this year, if Carlos hasn't been at his best, those are two important guys. So uh, in many games we've played well, but taking certain attacking advantages, pushing them forward uh, quickly, getting into the box, the right decision about shooting and passing, those are, those are small details that when those things are firing the right way, uh, that's when we become a top team. Uh, when those things are below our standard, uh, we still have competitive games. You can see the other things we do football-wise, but the, the margin in every game becomes much much tighter. the ten day period. Have you seen the sense of like a turn a corner paraphrase? No, come on. No, it's not like it's not like one goal for an experienced player all of a sudden means he's got a whole new way of doing things. Diego, um, yeah, every every player goes through stretches where you you, you go up and down a little bit. Um, confidence, uh, sharpening up uh in, in some ways, uh, Seeing things faster on the field, uh, uh, pure fitness—those are the things that you can see uh, are are getting back to his best level. Hey, Kevin, go ahead. Hey, Bob, thanks for your time.
1: Since uh, Tomas has come over, uh, come uh, become the starter at goalkeeper. You guys have actually. Uh, lost the possession battle you've been outshot those four games but three of them ended in clean sheets is there something that's changed since Tomas start, uh, started as goalkeeper are you doing something differently or it's just
0: coincidence no first of all I mean I'd have to go back through every game with your statistics to know if that's the case every game or not um uh, games take on different shapes. Um, I still think the way we play, the way we try to create chances, um, our ideas of uh, mixing up passing, finding smart ways to control games, but still being a team that goes forward quickly. Those are the, the things that we try to do. And uh, you know, some of our best games, Lyon last year, some of the games in Champions League. Uh, you know, some of those games weren't games where you have the highest amount of possession. We've never been a team that has talked about possession. Possession is something that happens in some games when we are on top of an opponent, when we have control. Um, but there's also ways to be on top of an opponent, an opponent when you don't have the ball. So, no, nothing's changed. And, um, you know, there's always a difference when you play home and away, especially in a place like Salt Lake where uh, it was very hot and you deal with altitude. So there's all these factors.
1: So you wouldn't consider yourself to be a more defensive team now. You're still the attacking team you were two years ago when you tied the MLS record.
0: Yes. Do you, do you look at things like expected goals and chances and stuff or do you just look at the basic numbers?
1: I look at the results. And, and the three shutouts in four games, I don't think you guys have ever done that before.
0: Uh, yeah, but but again, not Things like expected goals for and against are not the answer to everything. I mean, you're right in the sense that, you know, your record and how many goals you've scored and how many goals you've given up and shutouts, those are certainly prime pieces. However, what happens sometimes is you can go through a stretch where actually you're defending very well as a team and, and, and you are not giving up many chances. The opponent's not having an easy time. Uh, Getting forward, getting into the box. If you look at the number of shots on goal that we give up most games, if you look at the number of box entries that teams have, uh, actually this year we've defended as a group pretty well. Um, The main thing this year uh, compared to other years is uh, attacking output. And once again, I think we create good advantages, um, but there's no way – that we can be satisfied with 15 goals in 12 games. Um, so the balance of those areas, um, but no, we we always would like to be a team that's hard to play against. We'd always like to be a team that uh, can can put together a run of shutouts. And we'd also like to be a team that, that now starts to produce goals uh, in different ways, um, and, and now we see that part of our game uh, moving back in the direction that we've seen in the past.
1: Thanks for like Best of so luck Saturday. Thank you. Thank you, Max Pretos. Thank you, Ben.
4: Uh, hello, Bob. A uh, couple questions for me. Uh, just uh, your philosophy on the 10-day between games after you guys had a, a flurry of games and just the pro- – How you see the league trying to manage the international tournaments? Uh, I remember back in the the wild days where they wouldn't break at all, but do you see some progress there and how they're doing it?
0: Uh, That's a tough question. Um, This year.
5: Yeah, no, I mean, look,
0: this year. There was sort of a double international break. There was the qualifiers, and then that included, in some cases, some friendlies, so players were away for some period of time. Uh, then they were back in some and, – and, sorry, also qualifiers. Then there's Copa America. Then there's the Gold Cup. Uh, yes, having a small break here uh, as the Gold Cup started certainly uh, helps a little bit. Uh, now we'll get into a very busy part of the schedule. Um, as you know, f- for many teams in the league, there are, they still have players that are now playing in the Gold Cup. Um, we have Mark Anthony Kay. Uh so, so those things are, are a challenge, especially if you're a league that plays uh, throughout the calendar year. You know, starts in, in March and ends in December.
4: Second one, with Real Salt Lake coming in, Damir Krylak has an interesting history with the club, and I know we should really highlight him during our broadcasts. and the last time we played, Eddie just did a remarkable job on him. Um, what, is the, what is your outlook on defending a guy who obviously could score in so many different ways and has been a, um, a guy who has had some success against LAFC? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean... I think Eddie played well in Salt Lake. I think that Murray did as well. Um, You know that we're not a team where when we play against anyone, there's one guy who then has the job of marking a certain player. Um, I think what makes Krylak so good and so dangerous is the fact that uh, his timing getting into the box. uh, RSL normally lines up more in a 4-2-3-1. And in some ways, he's the one who's underneath the striker, uh, Rubio Rubin, and then uh, of late, sometimes Bobby Wood. Um, But Demir's timing of getting into the box, his ability to drift to the back post, score goals with his head uh, look, he's a smart player. And so, yes, he's been a guy that on certain days against us, even if if we've been the team controlling the game uh, in different moments, Uh, he's found a way to appear in the right spot at the right time and make us pay. So he's always a player that we talk about a lot and have good video to remind our team when we play them.
1: Good, thank you.
3: Bob, in terms of uh, Ryan Rodriguez, I know you mentioned you haven't been able to speak to him yet, but what are the next steps here? Are you guys still looking at outside options or is he kind of just getting integrated back to the team as as it goes?
0: Uh, The job inside the team is to welcome him back and get him going and have him ready to play. So any other discussions are not part of what we do when guys are here and training and hopefully working in ways that they can contribute. Gio Garcia.
1: Hey Bob, if I can just add to that, I know, um,
4: I know he, he didn't have a he didn't leave in the best way when he went to Unmarried. Uh, I guess what are your thoughts? I, I know you haven't spoken, to him, but what are your thoughts on trying to get the best out of Brian Rodriguez? So both you and him, um, both you and the team, and him get the best out of each other.
0: Uh, yeah, I I, I don't agree with this idea that he didn't leave in the best way. Um. Uh, I think last year, for everyone, was a challenge. Uh, I've said many times, I thought in MLS's back, Brian actually played really well. Um, And then as we got into the next part of the year, uh, between international periods and then ultimately coming down with COVID, Uh, Yes, those are things that affected Brian, affected Cheeky, affected Sifu. Uh, Diego missed uh, the playoff game. So last year was was difficult. And uh, the opportunity in Almeria presented itself. And uh, we all wish Brian the best. I'm hopeful that that experience, even if it didn't turn out with them signing him, uh, helped him in some ways. Uh, we've always enjoyed working with Brian. When you when you bring young players from outside the U.S. into the club, figuring out the right ways to push them and help them so that they can accomplish their goals and that they can be good players in the team, that's always the work. And in so many cases here, I think it's gone well. Um, I don't think that we've managed to consistently get the best out of Brian. And so I'm really hopeful that this time around we can find the right approach and that he's into it. and. We're going to see some great football from him.
4: Thank you. This is going to be our last one for Bob here, Vince LaRosa. Rosa.
1: Hey, Bob, I wanted to ask about Marco Farfan playing as a left side and center back. What what does he bring to that role as a guy we've normally seen as a, a fullback and even a back in, in times? And a uh, little follow up for me, and you have to hear me if you already answered this, but anything from Italy, uh, top of my interview after the Euros? I wouldn't normally
0: ask you that in the hallways you but I'm just curious about it um, you know I, I think sometimes you have defenders that are that if you work with them in, in training to be able to play as a uh, as the left or the right center back in a three, as a left back in his case in a four, as a wing back. Um, I think Marco's versatile defensively think is smart I think he reads situations well uh, he's a good competitor and most of all I think he's really done a good job of uh, taking in ideas and working hard every day and uh, earning respect from teammates and coaches with the way he goes about things so uh, that's been one of the really uh, important developments of the season to see how quickly he has moved himself forward. Um, As far as Italy, they were an excellent team. Um, You know, I really liked uh, Mancini's ideas. Uh, There's been some good things going on uh, in Italian football in recent years when you think about uh, the job that Conte has done at Inter, Sassuolo, Atalanta, and I think he took football ideas in terms of um, moving the ball quickly, moving up as a team, counter-pressing, to be honest, things that I think we do. Um, I've shown our team clips of Italy because I think there's real similarities with some of their ideas and the way we've tried to play football um, since the beginning. And so, you know, in that respect... Uh, they they took some of those new ideas. Uh, you know, again, a guy like Jorginho in the midfield, uh, so smart, connecting passes, and then you still have the experience and then the incredible defending of, Kalini uh, and uh, Bonucci, who are smart players, great defenders, good competitors. So, you know, a team that I think impressed in all ways and. Um, as we got deep into the tournament, you certainly expected them to to uh, have a real chance. Um, I especially thought that the game with Spain was a top game during the whole tournament. And, uh, uh, you know, it's a reward for uh, good work by Mancini and, and a bunch of really good players, really good professionals, guys that uh, really understand on the field collectively what they want to try to do and you can see it all the time
5: yeah uh, my first match obviously starting was good obviously we got the the away win which is important which we were harping on in a clean sheet nonetheless so it was a good start obviously we're trying to build momentum on that and having a couple of games which, which is wednesday saturday a lot of people are going to be tested on the team so we just want to make sure that our uh, our you know our points are clear and we try to get as much points as we can
1: Thanks Raheem.
2: We're going to start here with Katya. Go ahead. Thanks Ben. Hi Raheem. If you could just tell us a little bit about your process and getting that trust from the team, from Bob. He has said many good things about what you've done on the field. So just how you feel you've grown as a player and and just getting that that trust.
5: Yeah, uh, getting that trust obviously came from training ground, uh, developing good habits here the way that LAFC wants to play and continue to, to show uh, to show improvement on on my behalf and 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 staying consistent on what what I do so that's how I gain my trust and I just got to keep going.
1: Thank you, Alicia Rodriguez. Excuse me. Thank you, Raheem.
2: Uh, wanted to ask uh, about coming to LAFC. Uh, you've been with a, a handful of MLS clubs previously. Um, how does LAFC, your experience so far here compared to of the clubs you've
5: been at? And um, what are your goals for being with LAFC this season and beyond? Yeah, um, LAFC, comparing to other teams, is, is quite different. The way they play football, the way their ideas are, just uh, the togetherness, even from from the players to the staff, even to the janitor or the people cooking the food. Everything feels like togetherness a family. So, um, yeah, just with our playing as well, um, what I hope to accomplish here in this season is... You know, we want to we want to win the MLS Cup championship. Obviously, that obviously there, but um, it's just playing good football. Continue to show LFC our, our fans the LAFC way of playing football and, and trying to win a trophy. Right, that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, Playing with Diego yeah, playing with Diego is is really good obviously. He's he's so energetic, he's really always ready to, to be dangerous in the attack. So I think obviously teams notice that and they and they and they, they study that. But I think Diego is really good in terms of the way he works without the ball with the ball so I, I think obviously we don't have as many as goal as goals as we want but I think that that'll change once we start getting our flow going and stuff like that so right now we're in we're in a good direction with two away games two goal, are two wins no 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 goals uh, conceded against so I know I think we just got to keep going and keep playing obviously we have an opportunity now with a lot of games coming up so I think you know guys are gonna start to get their flow and it's gonna start to look a, a lot better
3: and, and when you see a goal score suddenly things start to go their way right the ball finds the net how does that sort of roll over, sort of
5: snowball effect? Yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that affects everyone. As, as you said, if we, if we get Carlos and Diego, those guys going and scoring goals, I guarantee you our team is going to be in a really good shape. So we're really going to do that. Obviously, um, they're still playing well. They're still doing well. Obviously, the goals are not coming. It's not just the whole, the whole onus is not just on them. It needs to be on us as well, too. But, yeah, once we get those guys going, we know we're in a, in a good direction for sure. Thanks,
1: next Pretos.
4: Excuse me, I just took a bite of my slouch, I apologize. Hey, Brady, um, back in uh, the end of 2017, you were drafted uh, in the expansion list by uh, LAFC and then traded for Montreal. I wonder, that day, did, how did that information flow? Did you hear about that, and did you maybe think that, okay, you're heading to LA, or how quickly did you, was that even brought up, or did you hand out to Montreal? I just wonder how that day was for you.
5: Yeah, um, so when I found out I got drafted by LAFC, I thought, the first thing I thought was like, "Oh, LA, LA, really, really nice and hot," because I'm I'm from I'm from the north, so I was really excited about that. But like, I quickly learned that I was going to get uh, traded to Montreal, so it's pretty it was pretty like a quick turnover. I like, probably knew like for five minutes, I thought I was going to be on LAFC, <laughs> and after they just called me right away, was like, "Nope, you're not going to LAFC. You're going to a different club." So I didn't know what the, the club at the time, and after I found out shortly after, obviously it was Montreal. I appreciate that.
4: Great answer. Thank you.
5: Hours. <laughs> <Where's... laughs>
1: Salvador go ahead thank you and hi Rakim how are you good how are you good thank you Uh, Rakim uh, I just want to ask you what do do the people can expect of Rakim Edwards Uh, we call the EFC we know how you play with Toronto we know how you play with a team like uh, Minnesota we know how you play uh, with Montreal but what do the people can expect of Raheem Edwards? And if the match against Austin, Austin FC can be the first step for more regularity with the LAFC? Thank
5: you. Yeah. Um. What you can expect from me on the field is just hard work and determination. Whether that's in any position, playing left wing back, left back, left wing, mm-hmm. just uh, just trying to implement implement my way of playing. Not. I'm totally my way of playing, but like my grit and my, my aggressiveness into the team, and uh, yeah, hopefully I can build on the game in Austin. Obviously, it's uh, staying consistent and, and and doing well. But yeah, you could you, for me, you can expect this hard work and, and and trying to bring a winning mentality and a winning culture, obviously, to LFC, which is already here, I think. But yeah, just trying to harp on that and and, and you know bring a championship or bring something, some hardware of some sort to LAFC for sure. Thanks, Jose Lopez.
1: Thank you very much, Ben. Hello, Rahim. Following so up on, on on last question. Now that you have started for election for the first time, how do you maintain the status? Is that something you earn on, on daily training or with performances like the one you have against
5: Austin? Yeah, it's, it's not. It obviously, is you, obviously, you guys just see the games. You guys don't see the training sessions. It's Obviously, it's training sessions as well, staying, staying committed there, staying consistent there. And, and obviously, as, as people say, you, you train how you play. So... Over here in LA, we take we, LAFC. We take our training seriously, so just staying consistent um, through trainings and then that translates to the games.
1: Thank you. Great answer. Thanks. We're gonna get two more for Raheem here. Vince, go ahead. Hey Raheem, how, how does the uh, picture in your head as a wing back and the ideals that that the team and Bob's kind of is that
5: or not it that change yeah yeah it doesn't it doesn't really change and in, in, like obviously you guys know that traditionally LA LAFC likes to play 4-3-3 four, four, three, three, but the, the ideas don't quite change in, in, in terms of me playing left wing back or me playing left wing they still want me to be dangerous they still want me to you know be a goal threat if I can and stuff like that so Quite like some some stuff don't really change in in terms of the way we play. It's just just how we set up and how we how we are in in terms of you know stepping up to the ball or something like that. But like attacking wise and with the ball, we still play the same LAFC football.
1: Diego Moreno, last one.
5: Hey Raheem, well you kind of answered already a little bit of it, but I just wanted to harp on your versatility in the whole left flank. Uh, you know, has Bob really talked to you about uh, what he preferred to uh, to play, and and how important is
4: it to be that versatile uh, to continue uh, being a starter, a consistent contributor
1: for this team?
5: Yeah, yeah, me and Bob uh, talks. We we talk daily. Obviously, you know, Bob. Bob is always harping on details and and stuff that. For not just me, every player on the team, but yeah, me being on the left side uh he knows he obviously knows where i'm comfortable at where i'm where I'm good at, but he always tries to you know push me to be better in some places and some and some other stuff and just small details to be dangerous in attack or stuff like that to stay consistent, so me and him always have daily conversations about you know what my what my stake is at the team and what's going on so um, it's pretty clear picture. Obviously, you guys know I could play all the way up on the left side. It's just that now they're trying to key in different details of of, of me being on the left side. What I could do better, what can I, what what I could like improve and stuff like that. And they're just, you
3: know, they're challenging me, which is good. No, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I've said it before. I don't really like I don't go into the game thinking I'm gonna start, even if I've started the past ten whatever. You know what I mean? Like in the future, I keep playing and everything. I don't expect to start. Um, and I, I think that's a menta- a better mentality to have and I think almost every player on the team should have that but uh, yeah there's no like real indication that I'm gonna start at least um, there might be among the players but uh, in my opinion i I, I don't see it uh, or I don't feel it so yeah go ahead thanks hi Tomas hi.
2: What would you say has allowed you to be successful with the team so quickly? We, we saw you when you had your MLS debut and then three cleans have followed. And just, you know, that process of, of getting the trust from everybody and, and being successful in the field.
3: Yeah, I think I, I spent a, a good amount of time off the field getting to know the guys. Um, and I think that translates into practice and, and into the games. Uh, I spent, like, a good amount of time with uh, Murillo, Sifu, a lot of the, like, uh, uh, Latino guys just to... Um, because you know, obviously, like I speak Spanish, but uh, I, I, my English is my first language, so I tend to uh, spend a lot of time with the English-speaking guys, like when I'm at the training facility and everything. But off the field, I think I took, spent a lot of time um, with the other guys, and um, I think that just translates. You know, like it's it's easier to play when you guys when your friends off the field, um, and I think that's that, that's been helping me uh, and helping like our team chemistry and everything. And then uh, i guess i just listen to the coaches and what they what they want me to do and i, I think i've not I, obviously it's hard to do everything that they want but um i try my best and i think i see that and uh, yeah
2: so, so you'd say that chemistry and particularly with the language and with moody with segura and just mm. getting that that feel
3: with, with the guys yeah 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 for sure i mean uh yeah like it helps that i speak spanish and, uh, and English, you know, so I can, can I can speak to, to them on the field as well. Um, and uh, for them, when things are moving fast, it's just easier when when they hear it in Spanish because uh, so they, they have to do less thinking, you know, um, when it's like an instantaneous thing. So um, I think that helps. And uh, yeah, I mean, just like little conversations on the field and stuff like that as well. And uh, and it's also helped that like when when they've had obviously we haven't conceded so uh, in uh, in three of the four that I played in. And I think that helps a lot. Just, just so they know that the that um that if they make a mistake, that I'm there to, to cover them. So, uh, hopefully, you just keep that going. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Max Pretos. Thank you,
4: Ben Hey, Thomas. Um, just to confirm, your dad's from El Salvador, correct?
3: Yes, correct. Yeah. Um,
4: and just curious when. Uh, the call-up for El Salvador, and um, you're not going this time around for the Gold Cup. Um, have you had conversations about possibly uh, getting getting into the U.S. camp at some point? And, and just the second part of that question, uh, do you ever look back at hindsight and say, okay, if I went there, what would happen? And in the, in the time that that is going on, I've been able to start here on a run of games and obviously enjoy the best professional stretch of your career. Uh, looking back, obviously, makes looks like a great decision. Just uh, how much thought
3: you put into that? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought about it for like a c- couple weeks, I'd say, um, with some of the coaches and everything. Like, uh, they brought it up. They were just like, "Yeah, you could go um, to El Salvador, or you could stay and play with Vegas." And um, I decided to stay and play three games with Vegas during that international break, and then, and then I was given the chance to, to play against Dallas. And then, yeah. So, I mean. Uh, obviously, yeah, hindsight is a great decision uh, for my part, and my thought process was just really like um, I, I said it the other day. Uh, how many how many professional players do you know make their international debut before their uh, before their professional debut? You know, not many, and uh, that's just kind of where my head was at. I want I want I still want to establish myself as a um, as a pro before I play internationally because uh, I think that's more important. Um, just making a, a career, like a basis for my career at least, um, before having to make any decisions uh, regarding international football. And uh, in terms of the US, I mean, I, no, I haven't, I haven't talked to anybody from the US and I really don't think about it. I haven't been thinking about it really. I just wanted to focus on the games that come up on the weekend and uh, worry about winning. Uh, any
4: thoughts about how is playing? Have you been
3: watching Gold Cup? Yeah, yeah, they, they won yesterday at 2-0. Uh, I thought they played pretty good. They didn't really give up anything. Um, and obviously they scored two goals. It's crazy, crazy second goal. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think they're doing good. Thanks, Tomas. Have a good game. Yeah, Thank you. Thanks, next Geogrist. Hey, Tomas. Um, you know,
4: you've been doing such a great job. I think one of the things that everybody's been able to notice is how quick you are. When, when the opposing team is, is, is able to take a shot on you, you're very quick on your feet. Um, is that something that you learned on your own? Is that something that coaching
3: staff noticed or is it just a natural team? I'd say it's probably just natural because uh, obviously I'm not 6'5", I'm 6'6", not six, six, six. you know, I'm not the tallest goalie in the world. Um, I'm, I'm a good height and a, a decently wide, uh, like wide enough, um, but I've relied a lot on like my speed and everything and, uh, and in the past at least. And growing up, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't tall either when I was playing, like, youth and in the academy and everything. Uh, and I, w- I had a coach actually tell me, like, it's always, like, it's better almost to be, uh, to be smaller as a goalie uh, when you're younger because it, it teaches you to work harder because otherwise, if, if you don't work hard and work on being quick, then uh, you'll, you won't succeed. So I think I, I, just, I just, it's just like a natural thing that I've uh, developed over the years.
1: So, Thank you, Ben. Hello, Thomas. Uh,
3: Hi. We have seen the, how good as a goalkeeper you are with the three
1: clinches. But how can you describe your strengths and characteristics as a goalkeeper? Sorry, can you repeat that? Yeah, how, 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 how do you describe yourself as a goalkeeper? Like strengths, characteristics,
3: oh, and strengths? Sort of things? Yeah, I'd say I'm uh, pretty pretty calm I guess I mean to me uh, I think I do a lot of things bad <laughs> you know I'm perfect- perfectionist in a lot of ways um but I'd say yeah I'm pretty pretty calm I don't like I don't panic um when I'm under pressure and uh I think that's just like a good attribute to have as a goalie because uh when the defenders won't feel safe if, if they feel like you can't even uh, play your own game so I think that's uh one of my better attributes and mentally as well. Like uh, I feel pretty mentally strong, like uh, not, not too confident um, or anything like that, but I don't really dwell on mistakes as, uh, as much as maybe other people do. But, um, uh, that, that, those are some of my good qualities. And, and then like from goalkeeping perspective, I, I feel like I don't, I don't really give up anything easy. I think that's very important. Uh, just not, not getting scored on, uh, not like, yeah, not getting scored on goals that you you should save, you know what I mean? Um, and uh, I've spent a lot of time focusing on that, so yeah, thank you so
0: much. Yeah,
1: and the last one here for Tomas. So, uh, gonna take it away. Thank you,
3: thank you very much, Ben. Hi, Tomas, how are you? Good,
1: good, how are you? <laughs> yeah. thank you. Uh, Tomas, I uh, just want to ask you, a uh, how much pressure. Is in LAFC net how much pressure is with that position considering uh, the history of this franchise? Considering the history,
3: cut out, Salvador, did you cut out
1: history of of LAFC?
3: Yeah, you think so it's just you know, know, talking about the pressure pressure history. yeah I mean uh, um, yeah there's pressure and stuff like that I get nervous before games but I think it's natural I mean at the same time like I'm young uh, I don't think I'm really expected to be to be something crazy you know um, so yeah there's pressure and to be honest it's only it's it's pressure that uh, it's like good pressure you know I think I put myself in a good position and uh, the pressure that I feel is is good pressure because um, Really, realistically, like I'm not, like I said, I'm not expected to be anything amazing right now. Um, I'm young, and uh, I know that, and I just want to focus on focus on doing little things right, and then uh, and then good things will come. But in terms of pressure, I don't really feel like anything crazy. You know, obviously, if you play like like you have to do amazing, then of course you're gonna make mistakes. I feel. Um, I just take it play by play, and then yeah, I don't really think about uh, things like that
6: todo creo que el equipo cada vez se coge más confianza, se ha trabajando de la mejor manera, sabemos que hemos enfrentado a un gran rival donde hay que proponer, tratar de convertir las, las ocasiones que creemos rápidamente para así y poder terminar el partido lo más, rápido, lo más rápido posible porque sabemos que por ahí como estamos ahora de local, van a venir a encerrarse a buscar contra golpeano, entonces se ha trabajado de la manera en, en todos esos aspectos.
1: Start with a empezar con go ahead Hola Mori, gusto
2: saludarte. El tema de la solidez que han encontrado en defensa en los últimos cuatro partidos, que han logrado mantener la en cero, en tres de ellos, ¿Cuál ha sido esa clave
6: en esos últimos partidos para poder encontrar esa solidez? Hola, ¿cómo estás? Eh, bien, eh, sí, por ahí se trabajó. Sabíamos que era fundamental comenzar a, a sacar el arco en cero atrás, que en cualquier momento nuestros compañeros adelante iban a, a hacer el trabajo de ellos. Entonces, el trabajo de la semana, eh, el sacar un partido en cero te da confianza para ir al otro mejor, mejor concentrado, sabiendo que se están haciendo las cosas cada vez mejor, entonces creo que el trabajo ha sido fundamental.
2: Una, una segunda, en el tema de esa comunicación, decía Tomás, que le ha ayudado también esa relación que pueden tener con ustedes, el, el idioma, cómo ha sido eh, también el, el tema de la comunicación y crear esa química con, con Tomás que ahora ha estado en el arco.
6: Sí, sí, por ahí sabemos que ahora le está tocando a Tomás Tapar y y es importante, sabemos que todos queremos competir y, y por ahí, como dijo él, la comunicación ha sido fundamental, saber hablarse, estar atento a toda hora, estar gritando que a la espalda, estar bien parado, creo que ha sido la base fundamental también, entonces estamos contentos. Cada día trabajando mejor, cada día trabajando más para poder seguir eh, por la senda de, de la victoria y fundamental el cero para nosotros los defensas y el arqueo. Nico Moreno.
1: Uh,
6: gracias. Uh, buenas tardes, Jesús David. ¿Cómo estás? Hola, ¿cómo estás? Bien, ¿y tú? Muy bien, muy bien. Aquí te Nico Moreno de Pulso se Te quería preguntar... Eh, ¿Cómo te has sentido esta temporada individualmente? Eres uno de los líderes en intercepciones, al igual que despejes defensivos. Y teniendo en cuenta que se viene el juego de las estrellas, que es popular en MDS, ¿qué tan importante sería a ti ser parte de ese mismo? Gracias. Eh, creo que, que es fundamental eh, es lo que uno se traza en lo personal, pero... Primero que eso está lo grupal que es lo más importante, el objetivo grupal es conseguir el título, después sé que lo individual se va a venir dando, sé que se viene algo importante y para mí como, como jugador sería fundamental estar en, en ese, en ese en esa clase de, de partidos que, que te dan un plus importante, entonces siempre me trabajo tanto en lo individual como también en lo colectivo para poder aportarle cada vez mi granito de arena al club, al equipo. entonces creo que lo primordial ahora sería conseguir el objetivo de estar en los puestos de arriba con el grupo. después bienvenido sea si sea la oportunidad de estar ahí en el en el juego de las estrellas.
1: los Thank you, ben. Eh, hola Jesús, buenas tardes Qué gusto saludarte eh, ¿Cómo les ha caído este descanso Tan largo y en, Ya que llevan un buen, Una buena cantidad de partidos ganados Para ser exactos este, ¿En qué áreas han podido trabajar para mantener ese buen nivel que, que han recuperado?
6: Eh, creo que Hay veces El descanso te juega Dos clases de favor Ahora veníamos con una racha importante Y creo que Era fundamental seguir compitiendo seguido, porque nos sentíamos bien, estábamos cómodos, pero bueno, eh, ahora tocó, esto era unos días más, igual dio tiempo para seguir trabajando, seguir mejorando los pequeños errores que que se venían eh, mostrando, entonces creo que ha sido fundamental y se ha aprovechado el tiempo también. Eh, Creo que ha sido fundamental eh, la comunicación, eh, ayudarnos a hablar más, estar más atentos, sabemos que es fundamental. Eh, por ahí como dije la otra vez, no estábamos contando con suerte que nos llegaban una vez y era gol. Ahora creo que eh, llega media vez o una vez y, y podemos resolverla. Entonces creo que ha sido fundamental eso. Thank you and last one for Moody here, Salvador, go
1: ahead. Thank you very much, Ben. Hola, Jesús, ¿cómo estás?
6: Hola, ¿y tú?
1: Muy oh, bien, gracias. Qué gusto saludarte. Oye, Jesús, eh, yo quisiera, yo quisiera preguntarte eh, mucho. Mucho se habla que este tipo, este tipo de pausas eh, llegan en, en algunas ocasiones a beneficiar a algunos tipos y en algunas otras ocasiones llegan a perturbarlos por el ritmo que llevaban en la temporada, por el ritmo que venían llevando, hoy por el ritmo que ustedes venían llevando, por lo que venían mostrando, cómo cómo hacerle para que lo que ustedes frenaron en cuanto a artificial no les no les llegue a afectar para lo que hace el partido contra Real Soleil. Y si me permites una segunda, eh, Muri, eh, y ya te pregunté, Un poco del, del juego de estrella, pero te sientes con confianza de poder estar ahí entre entre esos 22 jugadores que va a elegir tu DT, tu Bob Bradley. ¿Qué tanto te puede beneficiar o qué tanto te ayuda a ti el que Bob sea el técnico? Gracias.
6: Eh, primero que todo, eh, sí, es eh, eh, hay veces difícil porque cuando vos venís. Eh, ganando, venía haciendo las cosas bien eh, pararse hace difícil porque otra vez vuelve un poco la desconfianza como se hace largo el plus que venía de adición de, de competir cada tres días, cada cuatro días te llenaba de confianza porque tenía el partido ahí seguido y venías con un alza importante, entonces creo que por ahí también hay que hay que cogerlo por el lado bueno que se diera un día más para trabajar, para descansar un poco para darse cuenta que que no es tan perfecto y hay que seguir mejorando hay que seguir corrigiendo errores que van a servir ahora y para la recta final del torneo entonces creo que hay que buscar el lado bueno a las cosas y hay que seguir trabajando la segunda creo que sí es importante para eso eh, Tuve la oportunidad de venir acá a demostrar a, a, a mostrar que, que sí puedo estar en, en esa clase de competiciones donde el club individual es importante también, que te llena de confianza. Creo que he venido haciendo las cosas bien, o sea que no estamos en los puestos que queremos que en el primero, pero creo que se ha venido compitiendo, compitiendo de la mejor manera, trabajando y esforzándome cada día para estar en esa clase de partido. Entonces creo que cada día me entreno es para eso, para aportarle al equipo y para estar en los premios individuales también. Entonces creo que, que tengo toda la capacidad, estoy con la confianza en alto y bueno, bienvenido sea si Dios quiere y sea la oportunidad de estar ahí, sino seguir trabajando cada vez más fuerte para estar en la próxima.